Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. That was the first time I think we've played that intro music live. Hopefully, it went well. Yeah, the audience probably. It sounded good. Can't tell. So it's usually a pre uh, post production magic handled by cool guy Dan over there. Um, and this time we played it live. It's true. Uh, speaking of post-production work, Dan, I just wanted to tell you at the top here, thank you so much for the work you do in uh, getting the real movies podcast out there. One week late. <laughs> yeah, one, one, one week late, but still. I mean, I got here tonight and he's hard at work editing it's true. Uh, last week's show to get it out. And I uh, just wanted to thank him for that. Um, so, yeah, guys. Thanks, this, man. Yeah. Thank you. Um, That's why I don't share the pops. <laughs> Uh, this week, um, lots of big movie stuff going on. Sundance starts today. What's that? It's just a small little... I mean, I can't pretend like I don't know, because that's how we brought you on to begin with. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's true. true. Has it been a year? Almost. It has, I think it has. Uh, after I got back, it was probably, it was February, I think, right? Yeah, it was pretty close to after you got back. Yeah. And then I didn't start this show until... July. July. Um... But yeah, I know that the group that I went out with was uh, all those kids from WKU, and they're they left, they're out there now. So I think they left yesterday, or the day before maybe. Um, but like today is the official, like opening night of um, Sundance, uh, and then this weekend, uh, judging on pr- prior experience, this weekend is going to be huge. Um, it's usually when most of the big people are there. Um, and most of the, you know, pretty much everything premieres during the first weekend. So then once Monday comes around, people start to kind of wane off a little bit. There are some premieres that happen like later next week. Uh, but mostly it's just, um, most of the big, huge stuff and the big sales happen, um, this weekend. Is anything getting any pre-buzz? Um, a few things here and there. Nothing that, nothing's totally stood out, at least from what I've heard. Um, couple of articles i'm scrolling through right now like the, a bunch of publications do this every year um variety published the ultimate party guide uh tell you where all the uh the haunts are uh we had a good time at a couple of shindigs last year um i think we went to some party that was sponsored by skull candy oh the headphones i got those in my pocket yeah and i Right here. I wish we. I wish they had given some out, or we had, you know, figured out a way to get some swag. But it just, I think they, maybe it was like later in the week, and we were just there early on. Uh, but it was kind of like an underground dance club. It was pretty neat. Um, and there was another, and it's a ski town, Park City, Utah. Uh, there's a lot of so like the 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 festival's going on, but there are a lot of people there on vacation, uh, to ski and snowboard, and. Uh, one of the bars we hung out at a lot was definitely like a ski, a skiers bar. Very cool. Yeah. Um, cool, cool. But I wish I, I wish I'd get it cool. <laughs> but <laughs> I know. I, I, you're funny. So lame. I wish I had been able to go back this year. Um, cause it's, it really is kind of like going to Disney World for if you, if you're into movies. It sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds like the kind of place that somebody would pitch. A movie about a wedding party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or you'd have to make the wedding party movie first and then 
show it and then hope somebody would see it and say, hey, that's a good movie. I want to buy it. Nah. Some money. Speaking of which, my girl asked me, what's up? Really? Your girl? Anna Kendrick. She tweeted you? Snapchat. She didn't Snapchat what? you. No, she didn't. Not me directly. Just everybody. <laughs> Man can dream, right? Yep. Um. So yeah, uh, and I guess if you want to, I'm sure I'll be talking about some of the other, as things kind of progress this weekend and throughout next week out of Sundance, I'm sure I'll be tweeting about it and writing about it. So be sure to follow me at the real Benny C on Twitter and, um, read up on my uh, blog posts at, uh, the real movies blog dot wordpress.com. Um, I've been trying to do, you know, Dan, Dan's seen it my day with film and somebody told me that it's a little too personal and to change it to the daily reel. So that's what I think I'm going to do. Um, and I've, and I've kind of stopped doing them daily. Um, it kind of defeats the purpose of the daily reel, but, um, I don't know. I I just, I've been focused on trying to get a job lately. So, um, just re rearranging my priorities a little bit. That's important. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, so that's kind of why I've weaned off of, you know, I, I, I post when I can. And of course I, um, review as much as I can. Um, Speaking of which, I should have some coming out. By the time people hear this, they should be available. I'll be reviewing Triple X, The Return Return of Xander Xander Cage, Cage. and uh, Split. Yeah, we'll see that. Uh, Those are probably the two that I'll do. I also, I know Patterson and um, the founder with Michael Keaton uh, are both expanding to Cincinnati this weekend. Uh, So I'm really, really interested in seeing those. I, I heard they're excellent, so... Where can um, they read your reviews? TheRealMoviesBlog.wordpress.com All right. It's a good site. It is. I looked at it today. I still have, uh, you know, the, the RealMoviesBlog.blogspot.com is still up, but I'm not publishing on there anymore. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. In other news, um, I guess he's a character actor. Miguel Ferrer. Miguel Ferrer. Ferrer. Miguel Ferrer, uh, he's famous for playing Owen Granger on NCIS Los Angeles. Uh, he was also one of the villains in Robo, in the original Paul Verhoeven Robocop. And, uh, he was also on the TV show Crossing Jordan. Um, and this guy was a really great actor. And if you, if you know him, uh, this is a sad loss, but he passed away today at the age of 61. Um, familiar face you i'm sure you've seen him in yeah uh movies and tv he's one of those actors that yeah you've probably seen something and, as soon as and that's all that's always sad those those guys that kind of make their career on being you know on the thankless supporting roles yeah. um and he's one of those guys and uh it's kind of sad to see um another one of these people go so uh yeah that's miguel ferrer passed away today at the age of 61 i don't think they have a cause uh i mean 61 is not that old um I didn't see a uh, cause of death or anything like that. Um, oh, cancer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, it doesn't say what type of cancer, though. Um, so, yeah, thoughts uh, out with his family and friends uh, yeah. at this time. Um, in other news, we, uh, I guess Dwayne Johnson has confirmed that they are going to be doing uh, a Black Adam movie. 
They call it a Black Adam movie, but wouldn't it be a Shazam movie? A Shazam movie, movie? yeah. Uh, yeah. He keeps referring to it as Black Adam yeah. now. Yeah. Which is the human, civil name? Civvy name for Shazam? What is? Oh, wait, no. no Black, no, Adam Black is Adam's the, the villain. Yeah, that's yeah. DC. No one cares. No, Billy Batson is uh, Shazam. Well, he used to be Captain Marvel, but now DC's like, we're just going to call him Shazam. But apparently this is being... Uh, like the genie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so bad. But apparently it's being distributed by New Line. Really? And not Warner Brothers. According to this that I'm reading, so New, Li- New Line and DC Entertainment are doubling down on comic book hero Shazam. New Line has been for over a decade developing a movie on the longtime DC character who will develop concurrently a movie centering on Black Adam with Dwayne Johnson attached to star as Shazam's arch nemesis. So you think that means it's not in the DC universe? Uh, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. We will see. Everyone loves Dwayne The Rock Johnson, so... Yeah. It's true. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's kind of interesting. And I guess... Uh... Does this mean there will be a Shazam movie and a Black Adam movie? I'm just assuming he's uh, calling it's, it Black Adam. It's kind of Adam. poorly worded here. I'm assuming he's calling it Black Adam because he's like, I'm, I'm The Rock. Yeah. But it's really Shazam. I'm sense. convinced the movie edit executives think that Black Adam is Shazam. They probably do. Or it could no be a NBC. twist. I mean, it could be Suicide Squad where it is villain-focused, so it's like you're supposed to relate to the villain hmm. even though he is the bad guy. Well, the era of the Black Adam is very Scorpion King-ish to me, so I don't know if you'd want to do a solo Black Adam movie. Because it'd just be like the Scorpion King, which was also played by Dwayne Rock Johnson. Yes. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, and I'm, I don't think they have a date set for this. I'm sure it won't be for another uh, at least four years. Oh, really? 2018? Huh. Um, yeah, that'd be crazy if they got it done that fast. Yeah. Um, they would have to shoot like now um so yeah who knows that we'll be looking forward to that and you know i don't mind dwayne johnson i think he's kind of like i like him because he is kind of brings back the 80s action hero a little bit he does uh i mean i in a way i don't know he's not technically like a john like a bruce willis or a kurt russell of the day because those guys the thing that made, you know, guys like that tick was that, you know, you could relate to them because it was like, oh, you know, he looks like Joe Schmo next door. And Dwayne Johnson doesn't look like Joe Schmo next door. He looks he's like freaking like, like, like Arnold. The Hulk. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. He's, he's more of a larger than life Arnold Schwarzenegger type. And there came a time in Arnold's career where he was more comical. And that's, yeah. That's when, in my opinion, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's been at his best. Kind of funny. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anything with him in it, I'm usually on board for um what else we have uh scrolling down here oh um steven gaggin who is behind uh the movie's traffic well i guess steven soderbergh directed traffic didn't he um, i think steven gaggin wrote that movie and uh I, I think he wrote and directed syriana a few years ago with george clooney about That's um, that movie. oil i, couldn't think I haven't seen that movie in a long time my brother asked... Uh, I haven't seen Traffic in a long time either. If George Clooney ever won an Oscar. I'm like, yeah, there's this movie, he had a beard. That's the was it Syriana he won for? I don't I think know, it was. actually. I think it was. I think it was the best supporting actor for that. I, I'll have to look it up, but I think I think you're right. Um, but Stephen Gaggin is writing and directing a video game adaptation of Ubisoft's The Division. 
Yeah. Uh, which is a video game that came out uh, last spring mm-hmm. about a um, a group of special agents who are called into New York City to uh, reclaim humanity. Yeah, I played like I love the game. I never played. It's like martial law. Yeah. So like New York City. So on Black Friday, the story of the game goes: it's Black Friday, and uh, um, some terrorist group puts a bunch of anthrax or something on dollar bills, and so everybody gets diseased, and and a lot of people die, and um, basically New York is a ghost town, and um, you know the only people that have survived are either you know the people that are there's some first responders that made it. Um, and some people, I guess, had antibodies in their blood or just were impervious to it. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of like, you know, the Rikers Island prisoners went, you know, escaped. And so they've kind of banded up in one, as one faction. And then you got the cleaners, which are all like these, uh, people that want to eradicate the disease, but they, you know, they carry around flamethrowers and they try to burn everybody out. Um, and then I think there's another like, uh, paramilitary group. So there's like three factions of villains. And, um, you're trying to basically save humanity and fight back against all of these, uh, warring factions at the same time. It happens. Um, so they're making this movie. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is set to star and produce alongside, uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Who will also be in the film. Um, I, I would assume that they will be coming up with fake characters for both of them. I don't think the story of the game's not really that great enough for, no, it's very you know. Online. There's nothing. There's no nothing. Nobody really to get hooked on emotionally in and terms that's of character. Why, I don't know. I haven't seen the script. I haven't seen anything. Right. That's why I think this movie could actually work. Video game movies tend to always fail, but since this one isn't bogged down by years of history and continuity, it's kind yeah, of, I think it could work. Um, yeah, but if I was Ubisoft, they had one movie that didn't go <laughs> so well, and now here we are. They've had two movies because uh, Prince of Persia was Ubisoft. Was it? Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, and I've been meaning to go back and watch Prince of Persia again. After I saw, uh, Assassin's Creed, um, I wanted to go back and watch Prince such of Persia, a, and I haven't gotten around to such it. Such a huge Assassin's Creed fan, but I still haven't watched it. That movie? Yeah. I would wait till the DVD comes out. That's what it's, my plan is. uh, it's really not great, but, and, and disappointing because of, you know, Fassbender and Marion Cotillard and Justin Kurzel, who is a great director, and all these people were involved, and it just kinda, uh, it was underwhelming. Um, but yeah, I think you're right, Frankie. I think, uh, without, uh, you know, years of devoted fans and history and lore and all this, I think it could work, um, as a film. It's an open world game and some people kind of question, uh, have questioned that in the past. Like, um, how do you make a good streamlined narrative out of a, I mean, that's really the problem with video game movies in general is that I've always said is that it turns an active narrative into a passive one. Which is inherently why video game adaptations never quite work. Um, but I don't know. Uh, if they, if they can find a way to make, um, cause at the end of the day, it's really just a, almost like a quasi Jason Bourne or like an escape from New York type movie. At least that's kind of like the, the plot. Without um, the funness. Yeah. Escape from I mean, New it's York a little bit, it's a little fun. bit more realistic than, uh, some of that, but. Um, or grounded in realism, I should say. Um, it feels like they're just stamping the division name over a dystopian kind I'm of I'm sure that's movie. what it's going to be. I'm sure they'll take, like, the general premise of the game, and then they'll just kind of build a, 
movie out of it, which wouldn't be terrible. And that maybe that'll be the way to go uh, in terms of making a proper quote unquote video game movie. And um, one day we'll get another Mario movie. It's all good. <laughs> and The Last of Us, which has apparently been on the shelf. Uh, um, and Uncharted. Uncharted is apparently moving forward big time. Yeah. Like they are, like they have a script. I think Joe Carnahan did it. I don't know. I think Sean Levy's directing. He did, uh, the Night at the Museum movies and, um, some of the Stranger Things okay. episodes. And I think he's directing and I guess Joe Carnahan just finished the latest version of the script and he, uh, apparently is really proud of it. Um, so. I don't feel like that movie should exist. I don't see the point of it. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they need one either, but. Uh, I would, I would see it. <laughs> yeah. If you want but, an Uncharted movie, just play one game. It's I know. Like, play the game and watch Indiana Jones. Like, that's, that's your Uncharted movie right there. Um, and yeah, that's another, that's something people have said about Uncharted is that the games are just so cinematic anyway. Yeah. You don't really need to make a movie out of it. Or, or if they're going to make a movie, just take, you know, trim some of the cutscenes down, trim the gunfights down. Because mm-hmm. the gunfights are all you. Yeah. So cut those down to, you know, a, a certain length and then condense the cutscenes and then there's your movie. Yeah. Who do you think they would make Nathan Drake? I always hear, I mean, Nathan Fillion was what everyone wanted. Mm-hmm. He's too old. Mark Wahlberg is someone I keep hearing thrown around. Well, David O. Russell was originally, like, years ago attached. Um, and at that point in time, Mark Wahlberg was cast as Nathan Drake. Ooh. I think Robert De Niro was was Sully. Oh man! And then uh, and then Joe Pesci was also supposed to be in a in a either an undisclosed or uncreated role. Yeah, that kind of sounds awesome. Um, but everybody left the project because it never went anywhere. Oh, that would Um, be cool. Yeah. And then Neil Berger was in was working on it for a while, and he left to do um, Divergent or something. I think. Sure, he's kicking himself now. Two movies. Uh, third, it'll never finish. And then I thought somebody else came in. Um. Uh. But then they finally settled on Sean Levy as director and uh, Joe Carnahan is writing the script. Joe Carnahan has done Smoke and Aces. Uh, I think he did the A Team movie a couple of years ago with Liam Neeson. Neeson's. Um. So I don't know. He he's he's good for writing like kind of. Crazy ensemble action pictures, which might be fun. What's the matter? What's producer Fran- producer Louie doing? Rubbing his head up against the wall. Um, the other big news today, guys. Um, I'm sure we can also we'll also talk about these on uh, limited. I'm sure, but we got new trailers today for Logan and for Power Rangers. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> True. Uh, Frankie, you and I had a br- brief dialogue on Facebook about mm-hmm. about Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, man, it's not even that I'm super passionate about the Power Rangers. I love the Power Rangers, but I'm not this purist like, oh, you can't change it. To me, it just doesn't look like a good movie in general. Take away the Power Rangers element, I wouldn't see this movie. It looks like. A, hmm. a, I mean, there would literally be no movie without the Power Rangers. I know, but it's like make that case for anything. No, okay. This it seems like a generic, it's like Chronicle, you give people powers. Yeah. In fact, I think it would be a better movie if you didn't put the goofy costumes and they just are super powered without them. Uh, but to me, it just seems like every big budget CG driven movie that we've been getting. Mm. It's like trans- ever since Transformers, like, oh. I saw, and you're, it's funny you say that because I saw uh, Rogue One with my sister um, 
who's like, I've been waiting a month and I've really wanted to see this. And, uh, so I took her to see it, um, earlier this month and, um, you know, trailers are going by for it's the first, that was the first Power Rangers trailer yeah. and then Transformers the last night and, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming and, uh, the other Logan trailer and then all of these ones. And, um, you know, I'm turning to her and I'm like, Oh, you know, I think that looks good or, um, or that looks like crap. And she's like, lip Ben, literally all of these look the same. <laughs> I was like, well, you're not wrong, but, uh, I don't know. You got to take them, take it where you can get it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I think the, this Power Ranger, this new Power Rangers trailer that just showed up, I think the purpose of it seemed to be a you know, with the buzz and the, um, headlines I was seeing online today, um, was all about showing Brian, Brian Cranston as Zordon. I did hear that he was a former Red Ranger. Yeah, he was on the original show. No, no, no. In, yeah, capacity. no, that. He, he did a lot of voices and they even named Billy kind of after him. Power Ranger. Yeah. Uh, no, the, in in the story, Zordon was a former Red Ranger who's now trapped or hurt, like, mm-hmm. and so he's he's bestowing his knowledge on these new Rangers. Yeah. That's kind of cool. My problem with this movie, I'll tell you what, is its tone. Uh, we're going to make this super serious movie, and like, oh, well, it's very generic then. And, but now they're trying to say, well, there's some funness to it. See, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it looked like it looked like it was a little self serious mm-hmm. with like the Breakfast Club type stuff, like the pre powers. Thing kind of look like your classic teenage angsty true. drama, and then after they get their powers, and then they start fighting Rita Repulsa and all of the and all of her stuff, then it started to look mm. like fun to me. It started to it looked in those scenes, it looked to me like it was kind of new. It was like okay, so we've got to sort of pay homage to the you know the cheesy because you know the Power Rangers has always been pretty corny. Yeah, and super corny. Even yeah. the Power Rangers movie from back in the day. Oh my I god, lose. that's I know. The whole thing was yeah. a cheese fest. And so I, I, yeah, I, I got, apocalypse. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I got that a little bit. Like I got a little bit of the old, you know, eighties, nineties TV show vibe from a couple. Like there was, I think there was a part where uh, I can't remember if it was red or blue. Uh, kind of went to go punch like one of the rock monsters or whatever, and it looked like the backdrop looked it was like black. The classic. Uh, you know, they would always kind of fight in like a desert or whatever. And that's what that looked like. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and then at the very end, when she sends her little pterodactyl thing and they get up and they do their, they all combine into the big robot. The Megazord. The Megazord. Um, that was pretty cool. I did, so the trailer did show too much, I think. Yeah. They always do. Yeah. Yep. It, it showed a lot, but it got me more excited to see the movie than the last trailer did. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. No, I'm In my mind, it. it's just another. Yeah. I mean, how many? Yeah, exactly. Versions of the Power Rangers are there already? Yeah. You know, so yeah, I'm taking the X Men approach to it. I yeah. even said that. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't look that great to me. Still gonna see it. Yeah, and it's another. Like, I mean, I'm sure it'll be just another. You know, casual PG-13. Hopefully, it doesn't end with a blue beam in the sky. I don't. I doubt it will. You I think? Mean, but you never so know. Bad. It's no Bugs Life too, if you ask me. Bugs Life 2? Mm-hmm. Is that happening? It better be. Incredibles 2 is happening. That's really happening. As is Toy Story 4. Yep. And Cars 3. Cars 3 is coming this year. Really? It's gritty. I mean, why does everything got to be gritty? It does. Apparently he's going, like, Lightning McQueen is apparently like a NASCAR racer again. And now there's like a, and so the, the plot is like, there's apparently a brand new race car. Okay. That's like a douchebag, right? 
and so he's but he's like the height of technology. Talladega Nights. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I so, heard McQueen's I mean, a drunk. <laughs> oh, he he may be he may be washed up at uh, a certain point. So Tater's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was his voice of conscience. I Shut like up, the... Tater. Um. I so wish yeah. Tater was here. Mater or Mater? That's okay. Tater. It, okay. Tater Mater. Mater. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, We've so. clearly never seen cars. I've seen both cars. I, uh, they just didn't impress me. Those are the only Pixar movies I've never seen. Really? And it's not like I just have never had an opportunity to. I mean, I've seen pieces of the sequel, I think, because oh. I was working yeah. in a retail environment and it was playing on like all the TVs. Yeah. But uh, Cars Two is terrible. Yeah. It's I've seen awful. both planes. <laughs> what? Yeah. Which aren't Pixar movies. No, they're no. not. No, but still take place in the same world. Um, I think that I've not seen The Good Dinosaur. I think I've that's the that. only one I haven't seen. I haven't one. seen Finding Dory. I own it. I own both Good Dinosaur and Finding Dory. My plan was to watch them back to back. Didn't happen. Yeah. Still on my iPad. I can watch Finding Dory right mm. now. Do it. Prove it. All right. You guys enjoy yourself. Proving this. Um... Logan, uh, I guess this was the last trailer for Logan. Yes. Um, before say. it comes out March 3rd. Um, a Red Band trailer. Uh, there's a little bit of blood, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool. It's the classic too much in the final trailer. Yeah. 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 I would agree. It's um, kind of reactionary, too, because the first one, like, oh, it's too serious, and this one they tried to inject some fun in it. I really love that first trailer. Yeah, the first trailer is really fantastic. And, I like uh, it all. Yeah, there were some fun moments, I think, in this, in this Logan trailer. Uh, but again, it almost felt like most of it almost played like, we're going to show you an entire scene. Yeah. And then, and then cut to like various different parts. Um, <laughs> I did like, uh, it kind of took me aback though, when at the very, very end, the last, the last line where, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Professor X is like, she, we've been on the road for two days with no sleep and have only eaten once. She's 11. I'm fucking 90 years old. It's true. Um, that was funny. And it, it took me back though, because it was like, oh, we've never heard, you know, Professor X has always been the wholesome, you know, yep. uh, guy to look up to. And now it's, uh, now he's on the road swearing. I've got some theories, but if you want to hear those, you'll have to listen to episode. 75, if I'm not mistaken, of Limited Addiction Podcast. Yeah, so if you want to hear more discussion on the Logan trailer and some of Dan's theories, be sure to catch the latest episode of Limited Addiction. Um, yeah, I was right, 75. Nice. Nice. Um, oh, Criterion announced their April uh, releases, Frankie. Ooh. Ant-Man. No. Ant-Man. The Barney's Room. Happy Birthday. The Room, starring Tommy Wiseau. Uh, no. no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Room ben. starring Brie Loss. <laughs> Bend it like Beckham. Uh, saying wrong things. Blue Crush 2. <laughs> no. Try again. Scorpion King 4. Um, no. Uh, I think they're doing Rumblefish. Uh, that's the only one I remember. Tempopo, I think. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Uh, I haven't been looking, so I don't know. It's killing me. <laughs> I wish I'd had the, the list before I had told everybody, hey, Criterion's got new stuff coming out. Um, but, uh, Frankie, have you bought any uh, movies lately while I'm looking this up? Yeah, I bought a guilty pleasure of mine. 
the other day because it's like in the seven dollar Blu-ray bin. Yeah, never heard of it. At Walmart. Guilty pleasure of mine. Oh no, it's the movie's called The Last Samurai. Hmm. Tom like, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's a good one. Watched it like when I was in high school. Yeah, and loved it. It kind of named the band sort of after it. <laughs> <laughs> Connecting the dots, aren't you? Yep. Man, I love that movie. Um. Somebody told me, or I guess a friend of mine on Facebook today was like, I finally got around to watching the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, yeah? Uh, he's like, it took me like 10 years, but I finally did it, because everybody apparently, apparently, I didn't realize this, but apparently everybody hates like the theatrical version of Kingdom of Heaven. You remember that movie? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. No. Uh, Orlando Bloom fights the Crusades. Nope. You never saw it? Nope. Um, Liam Neeson was in it for a second? Yeah. Nope. Uh, I thought it was good. I mean, I always, I had the DVD at home for a long time. Um, and that was the only version I ever watched was the theatrical. I always thought it was decent. Um, but apparently there's like a three hour director's cut, um, that allegedly makes it an infinitely better movie. And everybody's like, oh, you have to watch it for, cause it's, you know, it's a master class in how editing changes, you know, yeah. uh, how a film turns out. Um, so, and that Blu-ray's on Amazon for like eight bucks, so I'm sure it's laying in a bargain bin somewhere around here. Um, I would like to get my hands on that and watch it again. It's been years uh, since I've seen it, so but I think it's theater. a great movie. I seem to remember enjoying it. I mean, clearly it didn't become one of my favorites because I only yeah. saw it once, but. Um, oh, well. but yeah, I finally pulled up this list for Criterion in cool. April. Rumblefish, which is a Francis Ford Coppola, uh, movie, uh, based on, I think, the S.E. Hinton book. Uh, did he make this after? Yeah, he made this after The Outsiders, which is also oh. a classic. Um, they were also doing uh, Buena Vista Social Club, uh, Tampopo, Woman of the Year, The Umbrellas of Cherbourg, and The Young Girls of Rochefort. Um, and I assume The Young Girls of Rochefort and The Umbrellas of Cherbourg are to coincide with the hype of La La Land. Um, these are two Jacques Demi musicals that uh, shocked to me. Apparently, I've, I've never seen either of these, but apparently they, uh, people that have seen La La Land have all, have been like, okay, he ripped, Damien Chazelle took this directly from the Umbrellas of Cherbourg or whatever. Um, so I would like to see both of those just to be able to compare. Um, what else? I, what did I just buy? Um, Ouija came out, uh, Ouija Origin of Evil, which I really enjoyed. And I think is probably the best case of sequel improving over the first. That rarely happens. Personally. Because um, I think the first one is an absolute heaping pile of garbage. And <laughs> I think Ouija Origin of Evil is fabulous. Um, so I went out to the store to pick up the Blu-ray this week. And I uh, found it was on sale for $20. Nice. Best Buy had a two-pack. A two-pack? Or a two-pack. Two-pack works. With... Uh, Origin of Evil and the first Ouija movie for $25. So last Halloween, when I got back from the theater from seeing uh, Origin of Evil, I was like, well, I'd really like to watch the first one again, even though I remember thinking it sucked. I would like to kind of watch it for the continuity. Mm -hmm. um, because this second one is a prequel. Um, and now, I've, so I figured it was worth it to have both. Did you end up like watching the first one? No, not last year or, and not yet since I bought it. Um, 
but I'm glad that I have them both because it was only like a four or five dollar yeah. difference. Might as well. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was good. And then finally my birthday present came in the mail. So I've been waiting for, what well, I've been waiting on it for like three weeks. Uh, it was the Hellraiser Scarlet Box from Arrow Video Limited oh, Edition. Yeah. Um, the first three Hellraiser films, uh, that's Pinhead, you know, the yeah. scary guy with the nails coming out of his head. And, um, I watched, I watched the first two. Uh, I might watch the third tonight. I also started Luke Cage today. Okay. Uh, so I may finish, I may do that tonight either. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I like the first Hellraiser movie. Yeah, the first Hellraiser is a classic. The second one's not bad. Um, and then the third one I've never seen. Yeah. Um, and then it came with, and then also in this set, uh, I guess there's a whole other fourth disc dedicated entirely to the brand new special features and this and that. And then, um, Arrow always, uh, puts together really great, like, you know, for these limited edition boxes they do, they've, um, there's like a double sided poster. There's these postcards with this limited art on it. Uh, what else do they do? Then there's also, it came with like, this small hardcover book that's 200 pages. It's all about like wow. the making of Hellraiser, the art behind the film, uh, the character design, things like that. Uh, so really, really cool. Um, and I'm not sure. I, I guess it, I think it came out a year or two ago in England because Arrow is a, uh, UK, uh, based out of the UK. And, um, so they released this box exclusively in England. Uh, and now, um, in December, they released it. They released another one exclusively in the United States. It's, it's the same contents, but it's just like, you know, read, this is region A. The United States is region A. Mm-hmm. Uh, UK and Europe is region B. Um, so the region B one came first and now we have our own over here. Um, courtesy of the same label. So, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I just, I think it's really cool that. Um, and they also did the same thing with Donnie Darko. Apparently, they ex- they worked on an exclusive 4K remaster of Donnie Darko. Oh wow! Uh, like both the theatrical and director's cuts. Um, oh. And that Blu-ray came out exclusively in Region B last year, and now in April it's going to be coming exclusively to the United States. Oh. Um, and I love Donnie Darko, so I I would love to get my hands on that. Yeah, I might pick that up for my brother for his birthday. Um, Probably won't hear this bit right here, but. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, a lot of wallet, we're gonna be doing some, our wallets are gonna be suffering this year, especially, especially early on, cause a lot of these Oscar movies are gonna start coming out. Yeah, I've pre-ordered a lot of them. Um, Manchester so like, by the Sea, I got pre-ordered. A lot of them will be out before the Oscars at the end of February. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and speaking of Oscars, I think the nominations, by the time this episode will be out, I think the nominations might be out. I think they're coming out, I think the Oscar nominees come out next week. Ooh. Um, and then by the time people hear this, they should, the uh, nominations should be out. Um, so I'm sure we'll do an episode in the next week or two about, uh, you know, what we think got snubbed, what we think deserves to win, this and that. Um, Dan, I don't know how many Oscar bait movies you've seen this year. But, probably uh, none. Probably none. Deadpool. So maybe I'll talk with, uh, other guys watch about it. I love, I yeah. love Oscar movies. Um, I don't know. What are they? Know yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We're not sure. Manchester by the Sea, Fences, kind of. What are right. Oscar? <laughs> Founder, maybe. All kind of depends. Uh, yeah, so, um, look forward to that discussion. Uh, yeah. either with you guys or I'm gonna, uh, try to get on with my buddies Tyler and Barry. Um, yeah. and I know that they've yeah. seen a They'd lot probably of those. Be better. 
<laughs> Dan's like, I don't want to do that one. I do uh, it. I'm just saying I probably haven't seen because usually I, the Oscar movies are the ones that I'm supposed to see with somebody else. Uh, but then we never go see them. Mm. So then I just never see them until they're on Netflix or something. Right. It's funny because I might go see Triple X after we record. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so I think that's all I've got for this week. You guys have anything else you wanted to know about or discuss? No. You burning movie questions like Dan about uh, Wiener Dog last week? Have you ever seen uh, Cloak and Dagger? No. All right. Oh, I did want to. I totally forgot about this one other thing. Uh, Dan, you heard me watching that video before we started, but um, it's true. Uh, there's a movie coming out in a couple of weeks called A Dog's Purpose. Yeah. Based on like a best-selling book, and. Alleged, like, I guess TMZ just released this video this. of, uh, a trainer supposedly forcing a German yeah. shepherd to perform a, a water stunt, um, mm-hmm. against its will. And, like, PETA got a hold of this, and, like, a lot of people online are crying for, you know, boycott of the film. And I wasn't already gonna see that movie because the trailers made me sad. Yeah, I was never gonna see it anyway, but, um, but yeah, it's because it's not really my thing, but it, uh, yeah, I think, uh, the box office is going to get hurt big time. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know that there were a lot of people that really enjoy that book and who were excited for the movie, um, who are now, uh, not planning on seeing it for, for this reason alone. And the video I was watching before the show, there was this, uh, guy I trust on online. I watch his videos a lot. He, he tries to do like a kind of a, uh, he, he talks about news stories a lot, but he tries to get both sides of the story. Um, and then kind of lets, the audience decide where where to stand yeah and so he was like oh, i took the day to kind of i didn't report on it right away because i wanted to get more information about okay. what really happened and um so it's a little it's a little fishy that um uh supposedly this footage like somebody had been sitting on this since like september october of last year it was like whenever they filmed and then it's like suddenly a week or two before the movie comes out you decide to release this footage and apparently if you watch the video, which I did, like, there's a crazy, like, there's a, a clear shot of this trainer trying to get this, this dog into the water. But then there's like a really, there's a, there's a big cut between, you know, it doesn't, it's not a continuous video from like the start of the stunt to the end. It's presumably like this, this one shot happens and then there's a big cut and then all of a sudden, like, you kind of see the dog floating down this, you know, this water tank or whatever. And the end of the very end of the video is the dog being submerged Aww. under this, like, I guess they had water going and they were, they had a fan and it was, they were trying to simulate rapids in a, in a river, I guess. I don't like it. Um, so people are freaking out. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I, I like I said, I was never going to see the movie anyway. No, I wouldn't um, see it in theaters. I probably would see it eventually. Right, but. right. Um, kind of like Marley and me. Like mm-hmm. I, I think, I, I can't remember where I saw Marley and me. It might have been on the plane, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it just would be one of those movies, at least for me. Um, but yeah, you know, form your own opinion on it, uh, dear listener. If you were into a dog's purpose, either the book or planning to see the movie, um, just see what, see where you stand on, you know, this issue. Um, and I encourage everybody to, this is my mom calling, <laughs> encourage everybody to get both sides of the story before they kind of make a knee jerk reaction, which is, I think, what the, guy on that video was trying to say um so i don't know but besides that guys that's all i have um we'll see you next time all right and the wise words of someone important do it for cinema